guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, Santa Claus is coming to Finland, and he brought an army of old, naked men to spread some Christmas fear. Because we're talking about rare exports. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? your opinion i'll beat it out of you this whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery you understand that mike stop eating my sesame cake i'm so sure just look like you like me and let's stand on no wolfman's got nard you know that's just like uh your opinion man what did i say no jelly roll i get old they stay the same you can't piss on hospitality i won't allow it okay Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. If you do, we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Then head over to cultfilminreview.com for all your cult film and review needs, like picking up a t-shirt or checking out one of the latest videos. And then make sure you get your tickets uh, for January 18th, Night of the Comet with Cult Film and Review at Film Bar here in Phoenix. They can get tickets. Where, Chris? TheFilmBarPHX.com. That is correct. If you're wondering who Chris is, well, as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. That's weird. Why <laughs> if you're wondering who Chris is, this is Kyle. <laughs> I'm a better version of Chris. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbrecht. Hey, what's up? And when they form together, they are Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Celestio. Hello, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about Rare Exports. It was directed by Jamari uh, Hellander. Okay. It was came out in 2010, and it had a budget of $1.8 million. It made $4 million in the box, box office, was filmed in Finland, has a rating of R, and currently sits at 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. This was Chris's pick. Chris, why'd you pick the Rare Exports? I feel like uh, several people in the last few years have told me that I should see this movie or they were surprised that I hadn't seen this movie. So, but I heard it was a Christmas film. So I was like, Hey, you know, let's dig into something that I have like no preconceived idea of what it's about. I didn't know the story of it. I just knew it had something to do with Christmas. Um, so yeah, nothing special. Just, just wanted to see what it was. I had never heard of this movie until you, you picked it. Really? Yeah. Not not even a whisper. I feel, can I say something? I think that can't be true because I'm pretty sure we've talked about this film like last Christmas, possibly. Really? We yeah. didn't do Christmas movies last, last Christmas. Well, the last time we did Christmas, that. I mean. I don't remember that conversation. Uh, because I remember actually looking it up because you said it's something. Maybe because I had, I mean, maybe I, I brought it up at some point, you know. But I, again, I, I had no idea what this movie was. I, I had seen the artwork before, I'll say that. I remember seeing this artwork, and I thought it was a much older film than what it actually is. Kyle, have you seen it before or heard of it before? Uh, yeah, I, I had heard of it before, but uh, much to what Chris said, I actually kind of, I avoided watching this because the cover art looks like, I thought it was a 1950s sci-fi. I'm not a big fan of 50s sci-fi movie. <laughs> I don't seek that genre out, so I just I avoided it. And now I'm, I, I wish I didn't. <laughs> Mike? I mean, I hadn't seen it. But I did. I remember Chris saying, talking about it. I feel like I'm like was in a different room or something. Back when Chris and I were friends, we talked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, no, I, I could have swore Chris told me something about it, and I remember looked it up. So I knew it was a modern movie. I was actually surprised when I heard you two guys talking about it being. Mine older. was completely off the cover art. No, I understand. Yeah, the I th cover yeah. art looks old. I fuck. think I looked it up on like 
Amazon. And like, well, maybe I might pick that one day and like put it on there. But then I saw that it was from 2010. I probably was just like too early. (laughs) I'm a cult film watcher now. (laughs) I think. (laughs) I don't think I saw the cover. I don't think I saw the cover art for it. I've always just seen the kid in this helmet. Like in that hockey helmet. That was the cover That's art. That's the cover art. And that made you think of fucking 1950s. Yeah, look at it, dude. I like, don't know. It didn't make me think 50s, but I... Because ca- it looks like he has a space thought, helmet like, on. like 80s? Yeah. I, I thought, thought 80s. 80s or early 90s. He's got, I know, like, I know he's got a space about. helmet on, but, it, but they use like they use like color on the artwork that's very reminiscent of like Technicolor style. Mm. You know, it just looks very like overly saturated. and And the football helmet... Obviously, I never gave it a very close examination, but I always thought it was like a, a fucking space helmet, like a nineteen yeah. fifty shitty spaceman helmet. <laughs> a fucking antennae coming I think it up. Was. I thought eighties. I went eighties with it. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a two thousand and ten film, which yeah. was much to my surprise. Very apparent though. Once the movie starts. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I had to pause it and look. I was like, wait, a I was expecting something totally different. And I was like, this feels really modern. Like, this feels. <laughs> These guys were way ahead of their time. <laughs> yeah. Is this 4K? This, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, exactly. The picture looked very clear for well, like that's an just, 80s. That's just, a, that's just called a scan and restoration. I, I guess. was like, man, somebody cared enough about this movie to scan and restore it and make yeah. it look like this? <laughs> well, I, I guess we should tell the, the people what this movie is about. So I guess it's time tell for. Tell the tale. Plots with Mike. Rare exports, and rare they are indeed, guys. Um, <laughs> there's a company that has descended upon this small Finland, I don't even call it town. a town. It's, it's not a even town. a town, really, no. is it? It's a town. It looked like a town. It's like Where? a hunting... It, it had a paved road, guys. Okay, Where well, was there a It's like a, a hunting road. village. It's yeah, Well, okay, let's call it a town, fine. It's a town. And um, they're digging this this big mound of ice, and it's it really kind of just opens up like Jurassic Park a little bit. Like mm-hmm. some guy runs in, he's like, "Look what we found! It's sawdust." And he's like, "We're coming close to this yeah. thing." They don't really tell you what it is yet. It's secret, okay? And then it cuts to these two kids, and they're actually spying on this whole thing going down. Um, one of them is, and excuse me, because these names have way too many vowels in them. Um, <laughs> it's all a blur. All I'm seeing is eyes and e's. That's all I'm seeing. <laughs> and peas. Pietari. He's like this little kid, and then he has his bully friend. Um, Who's like kind of like a rough and tumble kind of kid, and they're yeah. spying on this thing, right? They're Sick sneaking mullet. out of their little village, their little hunting village, right? Yeah. And it, which is all fenced in because they're afraid of wolves, and they got goats or something. What is it? Goats or lambs? Yeah, reindeer. I, I, reindeer. Reindeer. I'm sorry, you're right. I, be- I believe that fence was the Russian border. Oh yeah, I guess that would have been the Russian border. That's the you're Russian right, border. Right. Well, they didn't want it, you know, obviously. And these kids are like, fuck it. And they go over there because they want to spy on this thing, right? They come back, and you find out that um, this little kid, Peter. I guess, um, has like this weird infatuation with Santa Claus. But like these, he's reading all of these old books about the Lord of Santa Claus. And he comes to find that like Santa Claus is not really like a nice dude that we all know. He's this horrendous demonic figure that tortures bad, naughty kids. And he's like obsessed with this, right? Uh, later on, uh, you know, what you think happens, happens. They've descended upon something, they've found their treasure and it's not what they expected it to be, ended up slaughtering the whole mining town thing, right? So these kids, they end up disappearing out of the town and, you know, this Pierre kid who saw uh, this company digging this thing up, he automatically kind of thinks that, like, this must be me and he also kind of suspects that it may be Santa Claus. With that being said, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about rare exports. In the olden days, people used to store ice by encasing it sawdust 
Yeah, but what do you mean? What are you trying to say? This mountain is like a giant icebox. For storing what? Drill deeper. And you will see. Well, I am. They're drilling as we speak. And we're back. We're talking about Rare Exports. Came out in 2010. This is a pretty recent film. Is this like the probably the second? When was... I think Turbo Kid is probably our most. It right? is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like 2016, 15? Eight, uh, 15. Yeah, I think. Yeah. This is so. This is like the second, second one. Yeah. On yeah. accident. On accident. Yeah. We all thought it was it's, old, it's, an it's, older it's, film. The guy who picked it was like 50. No, really. Like <laughs> I, when I saw the cover, I was like, okay, that's from 19, you know, 80s. And then yeah, when when I put the movie on the Plex server, like 2010. Yeah. And I kind of had the same scoff as probably I think that's Mike why did. I texted everybody and I was like, is this the right movie? Well, this will be interesting because like we, you know, we often ask that question, you know, is it or is it not a cult film? I would like to ask that question at the end of this episode and it'd be it's more interesting to say it almost about a more recent film, you know, to kind of come I to would that love to answer that question at the end of this yeah. discussion. Yeah. So we should talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do want to talk about it. So <coughs> this this film opens up with you kind of don't get fully into the mythos yet of of, of Santa, but we open up with this. Uh, who who said earlier? You said it earlier Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, the beginning. It is me very Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. It does. It has that vibe, and I I liked that a lot. Yeah. I liked that it was just like this eccentric old man who's sitting in, and it's just like we found sawdust. You're close. Yeah, dig <laughs> faster. And it was fucking awesome. Sets you up for kind of a, like an adventure. Yeah. yeah. Gives you that I was vibe. I was hooked in that first fucking five minutes. I was like, okay, where it, are we it, going It is with the this? part of the thing where I was like, cool, this is in English. And then it is. <laughs> Me <isn't>. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, what's funny, yeah, I had no idea it was another language. So I just hit play on the Plex server and I'm like watching it. And then all of a sudden I'm like. Now these kids are really like slurring their words. I thought the same thing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, they're just that's an I think that's another language, actually. <laughs> Let me continue watching. That's clearly another language. It's like a total mind warp for yeah. a second. So yeah. I had to like I had to go back to the beginning and then turn the fucking subtitles uh, on. I had the opposite thing because Kyle told me, hey, t- if you're gonna understand this movie, turn on the subtitles. So I go and turn on the subtitles right when I start the movie, and they're speaking English. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, it's fucking dubbed. What do you mean? <laughs> That's what I yeah, like, what do you mean? Turn on the subtitles. So I like turn them off. Because I'm like, it's, it's obviously dubbed. It's because like, you know I'm checking the settings. I'm like, it's English. Okay, that's English dub. We're like, we're gonna fucking go here. What is he talking about? And yeah, and then the kids start going. I'm like, same reaction. And I was yeah. like, oh no, it's a different language. They just it has this. Does, that's actually one thing I actually really enjoyed about this movie. So many movies in America uh, will come out where it's like, and it's like we're they're in Russia and these are Russian people and they're like. They're just like hello. How are you? you know, they just have like an accent, you yeah. know, but they're still speaking English. And this movie, I liked where they're they're just like no, the, the you know the English people speak English and the the Finnish people speak Finnish. Is that correct? Finnish. Uh, yeah, correct. So like that's I I really like that they, aspect because they, it makes yeah. it it keeps you grounded in there. Anytime like you know what I mean, like you see Robin Hood and Kevin Costner's talking like fucking Kevin Costner and everybody else has an English accent. I honestly thought it I takes you out. I honestly thought it helped to create a more believable world. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz like right off the bat you're like, okay, like and the fact that the guy that the eccentric guy and that the guys working on it were like the ones that were speaking English and everybody else was speaking like the native tongue for that area like made me think like, oh man, there's like there's more mystery involved. Like, why are these guys even fucking here? They're not from this area. You know what I mean? Like, it helped to build my imagination before the film even got rolling. I feel like it's also, but that, I feel like 
we're only thinking that because like American films do that a lot. You know? Like I know what you're talking about, Cody, where like it's like, you know, it's either that we it's either they start off with a bad German accent. They start in German and then one of the Germans asks, "Do you speak English?" Okay, let's speak in that language. Or like it's like 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 subtitles at the bottom, right? I feel like Americans stray more to like making it easy for the English ear because there's plenty of kung fu movies where American they talk to Americans and they're speaking English in Italian films too. Right. Where they're speaking in English. Right. But I'm saying this helped to make it a more believable world. Oh, no, no. I understand that. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, to Cody's point, what are you saying? Well, like, the one I could think of the most is, uh, then was it the 19th Warrior? Oh, the 13th Warrior? 13th Warrior. Yeah. I was, I was combining 9th Gate and 13th Warrior in my head right <laughs> the now. The 19th Warrior. No. Well, the I, sequel. But that, the movie sequel. Does, yeah. that movie does the same thing. It's now like fighting hell. The He's got an upgrade. The first half of the movie's like all in like a language that we can't understand along with the character. And then he right. learns the language and then it becomes English. Right. Because right. he's speaking the language. But it was still cool. It was a cool transition to see happen. In that, movie. Yeah, and that's I, a cool way to do a very yeah. Americanized thing, which yeah. is, hey, everybody's got to speak English at some point in time in this film. <laughs> it goes back to the, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hear it. I heard it in the video store and fucking cringe the other day when I was writing a movie. Someone was like, oh, yeah, but it had subtitles. And I had to read it. And the, the, the clerk, I almost yelled at him. He's like, yeah, I hate subtitles. You have to read. Oh, man. Like, when I watch a movie, I want to watch a movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to read it. <laughs> like, fuck. Probably Jeez. don't want to ever read a book either, huh, there, champ? <laughs> like, champ. <laughs> like, fucking A. Like, I, I don't It just well, drives yeah. me. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah. But, th- like, bringing it back, it, that's what helped me with this movie. So I got into it with that that portion of it. Yeah. When, it, when that happened, I was like, cool. I can get into this. They they they're making this very. I know this is takes place in a real Earth. Whatever this movie is, you know what I mean. Like it's gonna have fantasy elements, but it's somewhat going to be grounded in reality. Yeah, yeah. it was much more grounded in reality than yeah. fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that gives you that just them doing that right off the bat gives you that, which I thought was great. And it's cool because it sets you up kind of in with that Jurassic Park again vibe Spielberg in way. What do you do when you're Spielberg? Fuck, throw the kids in it. Yeah, you throw the kids yeah. in a scary yeah. situation. <laughs> I also like at the beginning. Right the at the beginning, like these two characters are introduced to. Like one of them is obviously a very stronger uh, personality character. The other one's a little quieter, meeker. And I thought, I thought that dynamic was going to follow through the film. And it's cool as like that scene ends, we basically find out like, oh, the quieter guy is actually going to be our main character, our focal point throughout the film. And I like that too. I like that they they kind of. They kind of tricked you at the beginning. At least they, they made me think that. I didn't fall for it, Kyle. You always go with the meek one because that gives him something to overcome in the movie. That's how you get your hero, Kyle. Man, one day one day I'll be as good as you at, at movies. No, but that's I can tell. Kyle, that's writing 101. They set it up right away, though, because he's the one who's all audio, interested guys. in Santa. He's the one who's, like, reading up on Santa and, like, learning all but about. But that's after, that's after, that's they after get, that scene. Yeah, that's after that that's scene. That's when we know that, yeah, he's the main that's character. That's where he goes to some fucking wait, library. Hold on, but we did, did we get the idea that he was always doing this or that he decided to no, do it after he saw it was the, from the conversation the it was like yes. we're digging up something some, something that's they're digging up a grave because the guy's repeating right, back right, right, right yeah they're digging up a grave and the kid's like santa claus's grave like the kid already has a preconceived notion that santa claus is possibly buried in that mountain. right but does he have also have a preconceived idea that like he's just 
like a, a Santa Claus fanatic, and he's always been this way. I don't, I don't. And now he's being no. encountered by this, and he's saying, "I know exactly what the fuck this is because I've seen this." In a I book. got the impression he was very well versed. Yeah, that's in what this. I got. Like he, he probably had thought that had this theory for a while and was like, you know, I don't know, like became more interested when they started digging it. I up. See, I think he, well, he heard their conversation and was smart enough to figure out that they're fucking talking about Santa. Hmm. And then was like, yeah, maybe he knew from the backstory of it because they're talking about the, yeah, certain the guy, people. Uh, the but guy, he never says Santa Claus is buried here. The guy goes off and tell, tells the story of like what happened. The the eccentric uh, old man. Uh, we're sorry, I can't Let's do call, that. Well, we're going we're going to call him Mister Hammond. Mister yeah. yeah. Hammond. Mister Hammond. Doctor Hammond. Shitty Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shitty Hammond. Discount. Uh, discount Hammond. Discount Hammond. <laughs> He uh, basically tells the story of how this, the, the, this, this would fucking kill kids if they're naughty. And basically, there was, you know, they, they, well, he doesn't go into that much detail. That's the thing that, that makes me think the kid was already into it because the detail it goes into is like, ever since I was a kid, this is a dream of mine to find this. Tons of years ago, these people buried this here. They didn't know what they were burying, but now we're going to dig it up. And like, that was like, I think what he, yeah, but I, I, I don't, got, he never goes into detail. We don't find out about the detail of like how violent Santa was until the kids going through the books, looking right. at all the pictures and shit. So somehow he was either way into this, this lore and this shit, or you're right, something, something he said, maybe the story about the people building this mountain stone by stone or some shit sparked interest. Now, you're right. He could be really into this shit because, and the, the reason I'll give you that is because the joke I just made earlier, when he does get those books and he is going through those books, I was like, well, you know, what are you a fucking library to get those? Like, where would he get those books? They're in the middle of goddamn nowhere. <laughs> they probably have, like, have a town library. Up and he's like a kind of obsessed with Christmas, it seems like at first, right? Like he's got all the lights up and he's like, looks like he's like waiting for oh, Santa. Oh, you know what? I know why. I know why this, I just... <laughs> I just remembered. I know why this is like a confusing thing to us. Because from the first dig, it cuts to 24 days later. And he's in his room with all the Santa Claus books and shit. That's okay, true. So, That's so, true. So he spends the next... 20, he spends yeah. the next month researching this shit, yep. basically. Okay, so so okay, so that's what I was trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out if he was just obsessed with it. He saw this thing and he goes, "I know exactly what the hell this is. I got all these books I'm super fan- fanatic-y about." Or yeah, did or, he see it and then go, "Wait, what if it's Santa Claus?" Yeah, let me may- learn everything about Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I did forget the timeline was yeah, so. The timeline's vast. a little funny in yeah. this in this movie. There's like you have to pay attention to the days as they click yeah. by. And what he finds out about Santa Claus is not good. No, no, he no. doesn't. No, he learns all the old school Santa Claus, the uh, the violent, bloodthirsty beast, the Krampus, essentially, right? It's uh, the same. The Krampus is like based. a separate beast, yeah. right? But they even show the Santa with like like horns, which is kind of what the the Krampus has, right? I I definitely think that they're yeah. I don't like. I know there's what what is it? There's a there's a like an anti Santa in Germany or it's something. Krampus. Like? Krampus. He eats. He he eats. He steals kids. Isn't there? But no, isn't there like another one? No, it's it's just Talk about cr- Ted. It's cr- <laughs> <laughs> Ted, Ted Claus. You know what I mean? I, I think I think it's still Krampus. It's whatever they call it. But okay, there's Santa, okay. and then there's Krampus. Krampus was like right. he, I feel like he they just took care of the naughty those kids. two stories together. No, I, I mean I don't know. Maybe I, I've never heard of the story that Santa Claus was like in reality like a total asshole. I don't know. He's there's a lot Saint of books Nicholas, on it, right? I think every culture has their version of what Santa Claus is, and some have gotten. Distorted over the years, like by Coca Cola. You know? Oh, it definitely has because they did. They did create what are what we know as the modern Santa and some the red and, 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 and some 
you know, the fin- the people for the people of Finland are holding true to that violent, murdery death Santa. Yeah. The Someone scary else? Santa. The scary evil Santa. Santa. I like evil Santa. Evil Santa. You know, evil's, again, this is uh, the Satan third Santa. Christmas movie we've Thank done, boom. and this is like the um, the third time that... Santa's been evil. Well, and I was what... trying to say in a, another episode that the Santa is a scary character, and everybody was like fucking laughing no, at no, me, no. but obviously this is a, this is no, the thing that travels on yeah, And you totally missed the whole point of that argument, too, that we were saying. It was like, the reason that Santa is evil is because if you villainize something that is generally usually accepted as good it's a more powerful like artistic statement just think it's a creepy character in general making too. santa evil is work be- it works because it's a complete opposite of what the general idea of santa claus no, dude, is he, he's watching it all listen times. i saw dr giggles one time <laughs> one time <laughs> my dad's a dentist i haven't spoke to him in 30 years <laughs> <laughs> when he calls i call him dr yeah. giggles <laughs> <laughs> I run is what I really do, Chris. <laughs> so it's 24 days now. We we've moved on, and and Peter and his dad are off on the hunt for these reindeer. Basically, that is going to be you find out is 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 going to is their livelihood. This is going to make or break uh, their business. Basically, they're already I think somewhat losing the the farm. They're I don't like know what else to call it. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's a, it's a different world than we're like accustomed to. I think that like this is the type of thing. It's like a fishing village, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if it doesn't if if it doesn't come in that year, you're fucked. Like yeah. that's your only economy, and that's what they're worried about right now. It's like every year these reindeer show up. They get the reindeer, they haul them off, they make yeah. a bunch of money, right. and they live off that for a year, and they do the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again. If one day they don't show up, they're fucked. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're so like strict yeah. on the money, and they're, they're always like doing the counting, like, how much can we get for that? You know, 85000 Like I love the ongoing <laughs> joke where you guys kept kept adding uh, VAT and kept adding tax. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They need it. Like <laughs> They're, they're de- desperate times, and then the fucking <clears throat> thing shows up in their backyard. Basically, yeah. The, so what happens is two reindeer show up. Yeah, two runts. That's who makes it. And, and we forgot to mention also. There's a very important part of this. As this stuff is 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 happening, uh, uh, his father has also built a wolf trap out of uh, sticks and spikes. Yeah, and, yes. and put a, a hung a pig head uh, from it to lure wolves that they think are what's killing these reindeer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's not wolves. No, but we'll no, get, it's not. We'll get to that. When they do, when dude on those snowmobiles as they're going, like I was like, damn, they're like doing jumps and shit on these things. Oh no, like when, they, when the he yeah, comes up over the hill, it's like yeah. completely vertical and then just lands yeah. flat, like no problem. <laughs> not like done this a million it looked times. Fun. It looks fun. I yeah. wanted to get a snowmobile, but that's when they discover that something's really sinister. Something's is yeah, going so on. they go to find the 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 herd because they only got the two. When they find uh, a a, fiel, a field of of death. Yes, of of like maybe two hundred of those motherfuckers. It's a real dances with wolves scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bodies of these creatures littered around, wasted, mm-hmm. Everywhere. and everything. They're fucked. They're Are they fucked. still kind of blaming on wolves. Yeah, they think it's well, wolves yeah, because there's a hole in the gate. But I think yeah. also like at some point in time, even they're like, I, I mean, I got this a little bit that even they were kind of like fooling themselves. Yeah. Like that, they were like, I mean, fuck, yo, the world really wolves. I mean, it has to be right. Well, Look at I, this hole in the gate, like, yeah, I thought that. I I thought they were just like, yeah, the I, I thought their main focus of anger wasn't necessarily the wolves. It was the fact there was a hole in the gate, and they thought it was the the Russians, the Russians that didn't tend to the gate, and right. now they just cost them everything. I mm-hmm. felt like that was one vibe I got throughout this whole movie too was just anger. 
like I felt like the dad was angry. Well, yeah, well, think, he was frustrated. The definitely, other, the other, yeah. kid, the other kid, sure. the other kid seemed angry. The mullet kid. He seemed angry to me. He was kind of Dude, a little bit of a jerk. It's a rough life when you live in the fucking snowy mountains, yeah. like, and you ain't got shit to do but hunt for reindeer. You know, like, yeah, and like hard. The dad, uh, the dad. I, I really, I really liked the character of the dad. I mean, yeah, there were scenes where he was uh, stern and and firm with his son, but like you could tell, like when he was by himself, it was just like, God damn, I can't do this shit. I'm, I'm doing such a hard time. I'm having a bad time doing it. Have but. you seen The Witch yet? No, no, but like well, you guys have though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it's. It, I feel like that's just a sign of the times. Anytime they make a movie of that, if you live out in the wilderness and it's just you and like your wife and your two kids, oh, living no off the one land? in that fucking movie will crack a smile. Like that's a rule. <laughs> if you are in a shit, it, if it's Little House in the Prairie, maybe that. But yeah. like if it's a fucking movie, they yeah. always look miserable. Like yeah. I smiled every fuck. time that little girl fell. Yeah, imagine your life. Like you're a kid, and immediately you're put to work. Day one, it's just like fucking. Yeah. You better start picking some apples. You ain't got time to smile, <laughs> dude. If you don't pick these apples, <laughs> you got time your, to your, smile. your sister dies of dysentery. Like, <laughs> it's like playing, it's like playing Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. <laughs> <laughs> You've died of dysentery. Yeah. It's just like it couldn't be a it's it can't be a happy experience. Well, yeah. And and after this, you know, after they see the slaughter, that's when uh, he decides uh uh, he's gonna. It's time to armor up, and this kid gets a fucking gun. Well, no, no, no. You're, you're, yeah. no. He has a gun already, man. Yeah. After they yeah, find the, kid, the yeah, after they find the, the hole in the gate, they go through the gate and like, fuck this. We're gonna confront Blow these assholes and get our money back. And it, it, it is a weird right? scene too, yeah, because he hands his son the gun, like, and he says, "Hey, Pietri, like, you're coming with me." And I was kind of like. That's weird. He's like really like what he's what he's proposing and doing is going up to government officials with guns yeah. and threatening them and yelling at them, yeah, right? Yeah. The whole time I'm thinking like man, like either I live in a completely different world or like this is a world where it's like, you know, the old west where you like you hand your fucking 12-year-old a gun, he's just as good as the other net man next to you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just I'm thinking like, wow, you put your son in danger like that? Well, he also think well, about the it, option is leaving him in the fucking snow. That kid was that kid was wielding that gun all over the place, pointing at his dad, pointing at yeah, everything, you know, and yeah. like there was no worry of it, any kind of danger. This so is, this is an old school gun. Yeah, it's gun a world safety. where yeah. guns <laughs> are given to you when you come out of the womb. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think so for the, for that area. <laughs> it birthed onto yeah. a bed of bullets. <laughs> survival <laughs> to yeah. some degree. Yeah, I think in that area Absolutely. it's definitely an, an, it like makes total sense tool. for for this area and for him to have a gun. I didn't question that. What I did question was bringing the son with to confront the government officials. Yes. I was like, damn, like, I hope I hope it goes <laughs> it, well. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I'm like, oh, man, that's rough. I could be, I don't know. Was it the government officials or was it the company? I thought they were Well, going they were to blaming, the, the they ma- they mentioned Russia a few times. Like, they're blaming Russia. Yeah. Like, they're supposed to, they're supposed to maintain this yeah. border and shit. They said there's, there were guards on site that would shoot anybody that. Yeah, but I, th- I, th- I still thought they were referring to the company. That's no, 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 that, no. Was, that was the Russian border. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were, they were crossing into another country. How long did it take them to get up there? Because they blew that gate open. It looked like the middle of the afternoon. And when they rolled up, it was like nighttime. It looked like it was a long fucking drive to that mountain. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I everything, the same thing. everything looks like a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> everything looks like a long drive. What is snowmobiles around? Is it just like gasoline they just rode yeah. on? Yeah. No, and wishes. Think, what do you think? They're fucking wishes. solar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, a te- it's a Tesla model. Yeah, yeah it's like a fr- lot of them, friction based. I don't know. A lot of them, Chris. <laughs> it's a little dog in each they, one. They figured out how to convert friction and heat <laughs> to engine. A lot of them, Chris, they, uh, they use sails. 
Yeah. You know, especially <laughs> sales on, on snowmobiles. <laughs> I love Ridiculous. it. But yeah, they go up there and they find a big fucking hole in the ground. Oh, and they find a very the thing. I got a very yeah. the thing yeah, vibe. Same yeah. shop. So we're at the yeah, we get back to the same place where the uh, billionaire dude was at, and the whole place is just frozen and everybody left in a hurry and it looks fucking crazy. Yeah, well it doesn't not everyone left in a hurry. we also forgot to mention is there's rules in this world. Of things that you can't do, which I guess was brought in by a sequel of a short that they did, because they did a short called Rare Export. Yeah, they did two shorts before this one. Yeah, they, what's the rule? And, yeah, what do you well, mean? that's the rules of no cussing. That was the sequel. They went over the rules of basically you can't cuss. He gives them that list oh, in the beginning of yeah, the things the that the li- workers can't do. It's the new, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as he cusses at the billionaire guy, like, it's, no, this thing is crazy, like, whatever, you know, when he's freaking out about the stuff coming out of the hole. Yeah. Um, he's he says fuck I think and that's when the whole crew just fucking starts dying that's true it, but which is something I want to say is what I really liked about this film a lot was it's kind of dry sense of humor about the subject matter yeah. like it they don't hit you over the head with it like they present it in a very real way and that's funny like they're not over the top with it, right? Like the idea that like there's a list and it says all these things. Like he gives yeah. you a hint already. You know you're watching a Santa Claus killer movie, right? <laughs> but like you see that and the way they like react to it is not like comedic or farcish. Yes. You know? It's very like just straight. Yeah. Just straight, like it's real world. And like that's something I've noticed too. Like there was a few times where I had to go back and try to decipher like oh is that a joke yeah it's a joke yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like oh that's clever and it was more like it's it's that kind of laugh that's not like ha ha it's more like oh, yeah that's funny <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just say it out loud you're right yeah, yeah. It, and it, it was nice to like like unknowingly pick up on that you know where it's like I didn't I guess I didn't know it was gonna have any comedy to it but then like even for being mostly like kind of a foreign language film Mm -hmm. like you do sense that you know like for something in the way that it's like shot or the way the characters kind of act like you do get little like injections of like humor yeah and and, like even throughout it I mean we'll talk about it a little later like there's like little cute things like the uh, Santa Claus like Sniffing out gingerbread. Yeah, it's like all these little cute, like what almost like a custom, like is like an Easter eggs. I would not yeah. call that cute. <laughs> what? I would not call the sniffing of the gingerbread cute. That was a, no, but the action, the the, point, the, the, the idea, idea of it of is it. ridiculous. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Like it's something that you would think about. like you would see in Leprechaun or something like that. Yeah. But that's a movie that plays it over the top. Right. Like you know they're making a joke about leprechauns, and this one it's yeah. like almost like it's so straight. Yeah, you have to really be paying attention yeah, to be like, I would say, oh yeah, that's mm. that's a, that's a joke, that's a pun, mm-hmm. you know. I would say they play it straight up until the end. Well, I mean, like we'll get to the end. Yeah, we yeah. can get to it, but <laughs> yeah, we're 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 at the top of the mountain right yeah. now. Yeah. So so when they throw that flare <laughs> down, they realize that it's much deeper than they could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that the tagline of the movie, Chris? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sit there I know, like, like a Don LaFontaine. He, he, <laughs> he drew me in, and I just wanted to listen to him talk for the rest of the yeah. night. Fuck! I want to watch that yeah, movie. Shit. We did watch that movie, Mike. We did. <laughs> but they find well, they find okay. So where does they find the abyss? so after they, yeah, yeah after, they find Santa. There they find what thinking. No, 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 no. He after takes that. They go. They go home, and then the kid arms up because he thinks he Boy, knows he exactly took, what the fuck's going. Yeah. He, took, exactly. he took the maps. Yeah. He took the maps. Uh, oh, and he from takes that seismic picture. Yes, yep. and he took all that stuff from the site and was like, "I know exactly what this is." Boom, got it. 
Meanwhile, he goes, he has to take a pee when he wakes up. A couple things happen during the day. It's like him and his dad are, yeah. he gets grounded. He puts yeah. a bear trap in the fucking Fuck fireplace. Place. He's yeah. rigging the house for Santa. Yeah. Basically. Again, yeah. another joke that because like you think about Santa's, it. Like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Cause he sees footprints outside of his window. <laughs> By the way, that part scared the shit out of me. What's that? <laughs> when he was cleaning and the like, bear trap just and goes the, off? yeah, and it goes off and all that shit flies at yeah. him. Dude, like, I, I, fucking joke. I thought, <laughs> I thought for sure dad was going to be dead when that kid came downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, scared the shit out of me. That would have been, been such there a dark There were some moments twist. like that where they got me, like by surprise. The big... kid actually kills his dad, yeah. <laughs> and it becomes not even about a Santa Claus. Yeah. Just but yeah, you're kid <laughs> in the middle of the wilderness with but his like, dead after father's that, corpse. And yeah, then... he goes and he goes and takes a piss, and then they. Yeah, see... that's the one. I that was the where I was questioning. Well, I'm like, what why? were you questioning? I was like, he's in a house. Do they not have plumbing in this yeah, house? Yeah, exactly, dude. And yeah. is there? An... <laughs> it would be frozen right now. And I'm like, where's the outhouse? There's no, house. there's no outhouse. If you got, you got number one. Outside. You got uh, number one. If you got number one, you use whatever you want. They don't even have like a piss and shit area. It's just no. right outside the front door. No, that, <laughs> that was the piss and shit area. And I know it was because if you guys noticed, there was a permanently mounted like office lamp that was always on right there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the piss area. Okay. So if you had to do late night pissing or shit. Yeah. You? There's yeah. always a light on in that corner. So you can go find the, find the toilet, so to speak. Just, what happens? It just hits the. The snow and fr- freezes and it doesn't smell. Yeah, yellow snow until the summer. Oh, the Dude, summer's if you piss in the bad. ground. It'll just it'll go yeah. into the ground. No, yeah. Chris is right. Is there never summertime there? Is it always that snowy? I don't know. That that's I, a better. Dude, that's a better summertime. Qu- no, that's a better question for the for the uh, the other podcast we're doing, which is the weather of the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cult locations in review. <laughs> weather in review. What do you think of yesterday? What do you think? Rainy, I, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you think of rain? I wish those clouds were a little bit bigger. Am I right? <laughs> a little disappointing. Anyways, it's they, a weak monsoon this year. <laughs> they they we find out that they snared something in the truck. Oh, they caught with something. Yeah, they, they got did. them something. And uh, you know, Dad finds uh, a hand basically and freaks out, sees it's human, and shuffles shuffles off son. And then we find that Dad has t- taken this dead body with his friend because they don't want to get in trouble for a, a murder. Basically, yeah. and he involves his his friend for help. Um, who's dressed as Santa? Who's in this dressed? Because well, he made it. It's so funny. I think he was going around as Santa. Yeah, that was like his. That was, it his, was his second gear. job. That was his like gig. He said it was like yeah. his gig. So yeah. yeah, I think it's exactly <laughs> what he was doing. Instead, what they do is they cart off a naked old man, and uh, they bring him into the slaughterhouse. Of course, where else would you bring him? Yeah, yeah, they bring him in there, and then they're like, "What should we do?" And they just look at a bandsaw. We're like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they thought he was dead, Chris. I know. They thought it was dead, and when they go to cut his arm off, which also that shit scared me when it snapped back. Like, like, I, yeah, I jumped on that one too. It got me with two jump scares there. But it, I, 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 he snaps back, and then yeah, it, we find out that this is this old man, this old man mystery. He's an old man mystery. Old he's an he's American. He's American. Time. He's yeah. like fifty or sixty years old. Well, wait, they don't know he's American. Yeah, they, they find so that they find, they the, find passport the passport after right. he moves. They, no. Right, but that the wasn't his passport. Yeah, right? that was like stolen clothing. Yeah, he stole it from that, the fucking no, mountain. But they don't know that. No, they bad. just they find it like, oh, he he speaks. That's why they think the, they assume he's. They American. think the dude speaks English. That's why they go get the friend. They say, yeah. oh, he's American. He must speak English. Let's go get a friend who can speak English. Which I think he was. Little do they know, he doesn't speak a lick he of was it. Great. <laughs> His like interpretations in English yeah. was fucking hysterical. That was hysterical. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice treat. Like it, it was. A, it was smart. It was intelligently done. Yeah. Like because I imagine the guy probably did speak English fluently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Just, yeah, it was, it was a, a highlight of this way film. Of, yeah. Was was yeah hit, like the way he delivered delivered the dialogue was yeah. just genius. Like it was 
it's like all he knew. <laughs> it's like asking somebody, where's the bathroom in Spanish? Like, they're like, okay, three-year-old. That's cool. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it, I, I thought it was really cool because now we're, we're left with this weird old dude with a white beard. Oh, but we kind of start seeing, like, I mean, we did see the slaughtered reindeer, but we kind of start seeing some of the gore in this movie when they show his wound. And it's like all bloody and mm-hmm. dark, and like I'm like, what dude, happened? Dude, the thing like, I thought was grosser than that was that dude's fucking feet. Like oh, they were pitch black. Yeah, yeah, they really so so like setting up this character who you this painted. You're you're made to think is Santa Claus, possibly. You know, he's like all gritty and gross and gangly and distort like distorted. His obviously one shoulder is all jacked up and like out of socket. Like it's just yeah. this cr- this creepy old man. Yeah. You know, so it's like butt ass naked. Yeah, butt ass naked. Nobody seems to care. It's fine. <laughs> like, you know, but he's all curled up on the uh, well he well eventually he attacks. He does, yeah. One of the guys kind of plays it too close. Yeah. He's like investigating or whatever and he's fucking around because he notices that it when he puts gingerbread by him the the he smells it yeah mm-hmm. he smells it and he's like he's reacting to... and they're like holy shit this guy's still alive okay look he reacts to this and he and he kind of plays around with it he gets a little too close to him and he bites him in the ear mm-hmm. he he Tyson bites him. that fucking ear off yeah it pretty much does. yeah yeah another thing we should know is anytime a child gets close to him he really starts right. to go nuts he yeah, does well because we when have... those nostrils start flaring it gets, oh yeah it's gross. when those eyes well, start to look up all... over those oh. At, creepy eyes. At, at, it's when uh, they're they're about to cut him up, though. Peter f- goes down in the hole anyway, and he finds that weird, that weird like straw doll yes. child thing, and that's when he thinks like, "Oh my god, this is fucking Santa Claus, and he's here to kidnap kids." Mm-hmm. You know, so he's putting the pieces together, and they're all and they're all falling the way he doesn't want them to fall. Like, he, right. like it's all leading to this totally real possibility that his. What he's been reading in this books is true. Yes. And they have dug up Santa Claus, and he's suspicious of that. Yeah. And this Santa Claus is now at his home, and his dad keeps fucking poking it. Yep. He does. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. man. And pissing it off. That was <laughs> a part where I was like kind of like nervously laughing. I was like, even when they were like hitting him like with the stick, I'm like, is this supposed to be funny or cruel or like, I wasn't I'm just quite- trying to get a reaction, man. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I feel about it, but a little uncomfortable. I don't know, man. Like I thought about it too. Like th- again, it's just another scene where it's like, yeah, it's funny and stuff like that, but almost because it was like- I'm playing it real straight here, you know? (laughs) Like, because, like, if you thought about it, like, if you fucking woke up in the middle of the night and there was a naked old dude in the corner and you started trying to talk to this guy, like, hey, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And he's not responding. Well, the creepy. You might get pretty aggressive with him, too. Like, dude, fucking respond, dude. The creepiest part about it was that he was not responding at all. That's the creepiest thing. Yeah. Yeah, Until, until they let their guard down and then he real, you know, his eyes turn up and he looks over and you know he's. That's when I was like, Oh, some shit's gonna get fucking real. Yeah, and I loved it. Like they they like strung him up from the chains, so he's just yeah. like hanging. He's just yeah. like hanging in the room while they're all sitting there eating gingerbread cookies. Yeah, which was like kind of a also funny, an oddly funny scene. Yeah, but yeah, dark, definitely dark comedy. Yeah, and very weird though too, because you know at this point you're like, okay, well that's like, is this just a crazy old man? Is this the Santa Claus? Because you don't know at this point. You're like, is this the Santa mm-hmm. Claus guy? Yeah, this guy's awful skinny to be Santa Claus. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, uh, like, well, he's been buried for 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 hundreds. But of like, years. at the same time, though, I don't know. I feel like this movie. I I mean, did you really think that at this point? Yeah, I did. 
Yes. Did you think this may not be Santa Claus? No, I thought, I thought it was. I thought it was you think Santa it is. Claus. I think that there's no way that you're watching this and being like, but but really though, like you think at this point, the way they're playing this movie, the way they play, that's it, fucking Santa Claus. I'm, he's gonna go on a I'm murdering buying, spree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying that this is Santa Claus. Oh yeah, and that the uh, and that he is because of the dolls he had in his bag that he is actually kidnapping children. Yes, and like he just happened to get thwarted by a fucking wolf trap that stabbed him through the gut. You See, know? I was waiting for. I was like, oh, he's this Santa's gonna snap and kill all these dudes at any minute. They build it like that. Yeah. They do. Yes. It's great. And then and then we get that the the radio goes off and they find out oh Santa Claus is worth something. Yeah, eighty five fucking thousand dollars. Well, that's the number that's what he they throws out. Yeah. yeah, which and they're and that's a kind of a funny scene too because the other two guys are like, wait a second, if it's really Santa Claus, we get like millions of dollars, and he just wants the amount of the reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Plus the tax that his friend has calculated in, <laughs> and it's just it's just a funny scene because he like at this point it's like okay we kidnap somebody we're committing a crime and we're now trying to get a ransom but yeah. I, like why not go all the way and get that million? But I really <laughs> I really love that scene because like the 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 son's first like no I know exactly who this is because the guy's looking at him like do you know this guy and he's like it's Santa Claus and everybody just kind of chuckles it off and then the radio's like where's Santa Claus. And they just like look back at him, like, "Oh shit, this is fucking Santa Claus!" Yeah. Like, all right, let's game this for our, for ourselves. Right. So I'm still buying it though up to this point. That I this am is too. Santa. Very much. This is definitely Santa Claus, 100. Yeah. At this point, they said, "Fuck it, let's throw him in a cage mm-hmm. and take him up the hill." That was a funny fucking scene for me <laughs> it too. I don't they know, do it like left. it's a fucking Christmas parade. Well, like. it's just <laughs> it's this truck speeding down this snowy road and. There's like Santa Claus in a cage standing up and his like top hats flying back in the wind, just like <laughs> But then <laughs> followed by a me. very creepy scene where he just like kneels down in the window and stares at the child. And he smiles yeah. and he has like really disgusting crooked teeth. And weird yeah. eyes. Yeah. Oh god. I like that. He looked like was a good you know, scene. He looked like um you know who he looked like? He looked like Jafar. From Aladdin, like if when he's all when, crooked, yeah, and, yeah. When he's, all when he's old playing, man looking. yeah, when he's playing like the prisoner, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. he that's does. A, that's exactly what he, it, I kept on wondering. Like, why did what does this Santa Claus remind me of? Now that you said that, that's this clicked with me. Yeah, he looks like Jafar. That's the perfect way to describe him. So they're driving with Jafar up to this hill, and they basically uh, they 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 get out. Uh, Hammond comes. He comes. Yeah, John John Hammond shows up in his helicopter as Hammond does, and they make they says in Jen on the side. (laughs) They (laughs) sorry. Uh, They demand their money, and then this is when we we start to find out that the twist right is right here. It it is right here. And I I like this scene because again we get that American. We get the we get the billionaire, and he's fucking he he. I think he's great in this scene because he goes up and he like reaches out and touches him because yeah. he has no idea what Santa Claus looks like either. And that's when you find out he's just been going off of folklore. Right. And it, it isn't until the kid gets out of the car again and then also we didn't touch on the cool effect like his eyes get all like sparkly yeah. and yes. glittery and glowy whenever a kid's nearby which I thought was like fucking that was really cool looking. Very cool. And then he's like this ain't fucking Santa Claus. Like you guys need to be nice now. Like <laughs> They said, "Don't upset him because Don't, if you're naughty, then he'll yeah, he'll put basically your, open a can of whoop ass and yeah. grab you." He's like, "Put your guns down. Don't curse." Mm-hmm. And that dude who's translating, like, I don't. This, but this guy doesn't make any sense. And this is when they reveal all of the all of the helpers, all of Santa's helpers, right? Yeah, because the helicopter pilot like gets his head knocked off. Yeah, out of nowhere, it's just yeah. like. <laughs> 
But that's great. That's I was like, oh my god, I did not. What is this? What is happening? I like, thought the same thing yeah. at this. Scene. I was like, wait, what? It turns is... into a real Night of the Living Dead situation. Yeah, right it's, and, and, and it's, it's a Night like, of the Living old naked men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For anybody who hasn't seen it, it's just the same old man. They all look like Santa Claus, essentially. Mm-hmm. Skinny Santa. Skinny yeah. Santa's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and right, they are walking around naked in the snow with dongs, just uh, hanging fully out. bearded, dongs, full full dong out, full <laughs> dong. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about full but dong, they're, but they're, but, they're, but yeah, they're the elves they're the you find out that they are the elves santa's elves are old men with dongs that which i loved that yeah i was like twist i was so it took me like at least four or five shots of it of them before it hit me that they were nude and i was like kept on pausing it no studying it (laughs) i had to like go frame by frame to really see i had to rewind it seven eight nine more times i I imported it into (laughs) premiere and started putting some filters over (laughs) it i photoshopped (laughs) image frames specifically to see it more clear yeah um no but i i was like you know it was like your brain kind of it felt weird at first and you're like wait are they Mm. Yes, they are fully nude uh, yeah. Santas. Now we're now we. It's like a multiplicity of Santa. The, you know, like the thing <laughs> I loved about this though, when we found out those are the elves, because it, it's it's funny how like the 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 what you learn as a kid gets challenged. I think mm-hmm. in this film because I'm like, this is the first time where I thought, oh shit, no, Santa Claus is fucking huge. Because as soon as all the other naked dudes appeared, I'm like, wait, if the elves are if the elves are human size, how fucking big is Santa Claus? Right. And that's when it like cuts to fucking Peter, and he's like, that was, his line of dialogue is stupid as fuck. He's like, the last door. Well, it's no, relating back right, to the, it, yeah, the advent a whole calendar thing, advent calendar, and it looks it has a 24 on it. So, and he's yeah. been taping and stapling that motherfucker shut yeah. the whole movie. They go in the hangar, and what do they see? They see a big old fucking two story block of ice with like oh, eight horns. foot long, eight foot long fucking horns coming out the top. <laughs> that is exactly what they see, and that, my and, friends, leads me to my disapp- my my disappointment with this film. Okay. Although before we get to that, I do want to touch on one other long-running joke in this movie, which is played up when they first uh, get there because the dude finds his wife's brand new hair dryer and he's yeah, like, "This is her yeah. hair dryer." And like, so rewind. There's a cop saying everybody's fucking heaters and shit have been stolen over the night, and we go in here and it's just ovens and fucking space heaters all set up around this yeah, ice cube. The elves are trying to rapidly uh-huh. thaw him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a great payoff. That was a great joke. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. I felt like I never, this is why I was disappointed. I felt like I never got the payoff in this movie. You wanted, Because I wanted fucking Santa. You wanted to see Santa. I you wanted know, Santa. I didn't want, I didn't want naked elves. Here's, I, I wanted a giant fucking Santa wreaking fucking hell and I didn't get it. Right. So, okay. I wanted to, I'm glad you brought that up because after the movie was finished, I thought about this actually quite a bit. And I actually thought about it in a way that this is a great, I feel like this is a great lesson for indie filmmakers, right? You don't have the budget to do something that big. They did it the right way. They kind of hit it a little bit, right? The I feel like the biggest issue with like, you know, let's just pick the sci-fi channel as their movies and shit. The biggest problem is they try to show us some huge creature but on no budget, it looks like 1993 fucking computer effects, and it takes me out of the movie. I like the fact that they actually didn't show me completely what Santa Claus looked like. It created more mystery, and I think they got more bang for their buck, and I thought that was a better way for an indie filmmaker to do it. Yeah, now that I've let it marinate, because uh, at first I had that reaction that you're saying, Cody, where I was like, 
man, like I've just been waiting this whole time to see Santa go do some crazy shit. And I got like elves. Now I realize they're elves and Santa's frozen in this ice cube. But, uh, but at the same time, I was like, but that is kind of cool with those horns coming out. Like, and yeah. the fact that like, I don't know exactly what he looks like, but I was waiting for that ice to break and him to come out the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the part that kind of bothered me the most about it was that he never, you never even got to see a second of like an animated Santa, you know, it was just, it was all foiled. Also, you can't knock 1993 CGI because I will still put up Jurassic Park CGI against that's, shit today, that, that, which is I'm still baffled that's by. Big, that's big budget, man. Yeah, these, these guys were, what, what did we say was 1.8? Yeah. 1.8, that, that is cheap, man. That, that is that's cheap. really funny. That is cheap. Honestly, for the look, film that they got, I would agree with that. And, and I'll tell you this. I, I thought the same thing as you did, right? Like at first, like, man, what, you want to see the Santa Claus? Right. But there is a scene we'll talk about just a little bit later where there is a kid on a helicopter, and if you look closely, you know exactly why they did not try to create a like a twelve foot tall Santa Claus monster. <laughs> like, no, you're right. They do it. One, there is some CG in this, and when you do see it, it's, it's not great, but it's no. so off in the corner mm-hmm. that it's it, it's easy to like not even yeah. pay attention to it. I thought I I, I again I, I stand by it. I, I think that was the smart smartest decision that they could make. And they actually by having a limitation, I think they ended up with a better film. Because up to that point I thought it was a pretty good film. But if I was hit with like some fucking garbage ass CG of some like <laughs> monster like trampsing around, I would have been taken completely out of it and been like, this is this is this is fucking lame. But I but my imagination, I feel like, was working harder with this film than a lot of other films that that we've reviewed in the past. Because I was like, "What does he fucking look like?" So, like, my mind's racing back to all the pictures the kid was looking at, and I'm like combining this, I'm combining elements of each picture to try to put together what he might actually look like. See, what Mike was just describing with the helicopter in the in the end of the film. Uh, is what also that kind of took me out of it too because that I was that's when it that was a little that was way, a little silly when we're we're we've been pretty grounded in this fantasy reality mm-hmm. we're, we're staying pretty grounded with this one once we get the kid fucking riding the helicopter around town yeah so you lost me so he he's not he's not riding a helicopter but the the kid comes up with a plan and that he take oh we never mentioned all all the kids who who went missing in town they're all in fucking potato sack Sacks, bags yes. Uh, in front of Santa, so he can have his 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 morning breakfast when right. he wakes up. <laughs> right. He's gonna he's gonna give him energy or some right. shit. Who and knows? the kid figures out that these elves won't stop trying to bash their asses into this fucking hangar until all the kids are gone because they have to go collect the kids because they're attracted to the scent. So yeah, the kid's like, oh, we'll just throw them all in this giant. We just this hangar just happened to have a giant fish net fishing net in here. And we'll lift it up with the helicopter. Which, by the way, was anybody else like, "What the fuck?" When the guy's like, "I could fly a helicopter." Yes. <laughs> I'm like, "What can't you do, man?" Yeah. Not only that, I was, I, I was just like, "I love the plans." Not even like, "Let's tell these kids what we're doing." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, "Fuck it, throw them in there." Yeah. Like, get back yeah. in the get back in the bags. <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah, they lift off, and then like Peter's like, "I got this." And he just grabs onto the side of the bag. He's like, not yeah. even in the fish. The fish like catch. He's just like Indiana Jones. He's hanging, hanging on the side. side. This helicopter See, you guys is think fucking this is really like. Do you really take this as like a cheap kind of like bullshit it was, action-y it, thing? Yeah, I, dude. I thought I thought it wasn't. I, I thought it wasn't fitting for the rest of the tone. I agree. See, I I took it as like it. It felt like a Terry Gilliam movie to me. 
mm. like kind of more like we, we. I mean, we've been introduced to small amounts of fantasy, right? And now, like, this doesn't seem too bad because now I'm looking. I mean, this. I feel like this film ramps up real well. Okay. In terms of like more outrageous shit, yeah. right? We go from uh like like reindeer being slaughtered to an old man that might be Santa Claus to an am- old man that we definitely think is Santa Claus to holy shit it's not Santa Claus it's just one of many thousand elves to there's a 12 foot fucking Santa in an iceberg at this point I'm like all right if this kid fucking flew away on wings I'd be like all right yeah okay maybe he's an angel like and I'd be fine with it because I feel like the film does a good job at ramping it up like that. Mm. I don't. I didn't feel like it didn't fit the tone. There was I just like there was, was a good just, gradual. Here's no, a here's a, a real diehard. Here's moment. the thing, man. Because like when he first takes off, like I'll give it to you. I felt like okay, this is fine. But when when they get to when the kid comes up with the second part of the plan, which is let's trap them inside of our reindeer catch that we created mm. that we never got to use. It's like an electrified fucking pen. Um, and he said, let's take him there. The helicopter does some real hard fucking swoops. Oh, yeah. And the kid is just like, yeah. <laughs> like hanging on he the side says, and shit. Yahoo! Yeah, yeah. he goes, Yahoo! <laughs> mm. That was a little, yeah. that was just okay. a touch Went too, right on the too tongue in cheek. Although him jumping off the bag and miras- miraculously landing on the fucking cabling, I also well, was like, can I just say something? This, uh, we'll get to this scene too, right? We're already, we're already at it, right? Okay. Yeah, we're here. All right, like, I took this scene more like it started, like, parroting, like, action films. It did. Because it really did, like, the, like I like that about this film. For that me. it parried action films? That, no, that it gets so off the wall, it turns into a parody of, like, every cliche ending. Like, and it's this sacrificial ending, right? Like, it's like the guy that's like, you know, like, oh, man, if you don't get out of there in five minutes, <laughs> you're going to die. And he's like, but I got to save these people. And then the door shuts and he's just like, you're a fucking hero. Well, yeah, because they pull up and the kid's like, the gate's closed. These guys right. aren't going to get in. So he's like, tell my dad what I did. Right. Like, and it's then like leaps that... off the bag in slow-mo. Sacrificial, total, like, 80s action, 90s action film death, right? But it's like with a kid. Yeah. So like to me, I was like, "Fucking, this is funny as shit." Because <laughs> this kid is like playing it hard, like he's playing it straight. Like, "Fuck, I love my dad." Yeah. And I just love that about this. Mm. But of course, he's saved at the last. Minute. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because <laughs> me- meanwhile, while while, while while he's riding a fucking bag of kids, you know, the the his dad and the <laughs> friend is drill is drilling uh also in this hangar happened to be like 800 pounds of c4 and dynamite yeah yeah because they're mining you think they would have used it all like they they, cle- they clearly yeah. overbought their needs well that's true <laughs> they didn't know how far they were taking yeah, they didn't know ask chris <laughs> it's the farthest anyone's ever gone i was just more impressed <laughs> with the amount of time they did it in because they, you know they not 24 much- days well, no, not put, not fucking strapping up Santa with uh, with oh. C four. Oh, that yeah. took about ten minutes. Yeah, that that <laughs> yeah. That, that fucking twenty four foot tall fucking iceberg was covered from head to toe, <laughs> and they had like an eight foot ladder with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And I do, I, I do love again another kind of weird random joke, but I love at the end after it's all strung up, they put the ladder back up, and I'm like, I, I was thinking like, wait. Do they still have more like explosives to rig? And then it just cuts to them running out the front door with the horn with one of the horns that they cut off of him. I'm, I like. I thought that, that was actually. hilarious. Yeah. It was funny. Well, because then they can also prove their story. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what it was about. Or sell them fucking horns. Yeah, so that's a lot of that was a, a lot of horn get, right you there. You probably get about eighty five thousand dollars for those. <laughs> Everything's eighty five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Plus twenty percent VAT. Yeah, no, and then yeah, the dads run away. They blow up fucking Santa Claus, and then the elves just snap out of it. They snap out of it. Well, they they don't snap out. They don't of snap it. out they of just... it. I think it's just they have nothing else to do. Yeah, they like, suddenly they like led are lost. an entire life of servitude yeah. to this thing. The master's now gone. Right, the master's gone. Their whole life has been appeasing this and making sure that he's always doing his job or whatever the fuck he's doing. Right. And now it, they're free. Now, <laughs> now it cuts to the weirdest fucking part of this movie. It sure does. What do you do the, with all these guys? They, you start a new. <laughs> hey, reindeer <laughs> games. Ra- reindeer games over. Chris. You gotta well, wash them up. The, cal- wash the calendar up. clicks. It's what three hundred and sixty-five days yeah. till Christmas, and then, <laughs> and then they're like, they're cleaning them in the shower. They're cleaning yeah. off all these old men. Well, they tr- and I'm like, okay, they're. I don't know what they're doing here. They're treating them like livestock. Yeah, they're prepping. Yeah. Them. Well, the, I mean, it goes back to the funny thing, and that. And this is, I mean, it's funny because there's a, there's a, the only thing that gives you a hint at what they're doing is he goes, how much for a Santa? And then one of the guys goes, $85,000, <laughs> which is the, only the price that he mentioned. Yeah. And then it jumps to this. Yeah. So like, you know, something's up. And That's then it what, goes yeah, into this like, weird scene. And, and then, yeah, this weird montage well, happens. Not, and I'm just like, what? It's not really that weird because it's the, not. It's, it's the title shit. of the movie. Yeah, it's it is. the reason well, this movie's yes. titled this. Yes, that's true. We finally find out why it's titled this. But for me, it caught me off guard. I personally was caught off guard by this whole scene because yeah. then it's just like, all right, we're cleaning Santas. And then it clicks over to like, now we're teaching. Now them. it's 100 day, 180 days until Christmas. Yeah. And they're like, they're wheeling the fucking father and Peter by. And the the father's like holding Peter, and then all these all these Santas holding fake dolls of children, yeah. like teaching them how to care for children. And gifts aren't for themselves; they're for the kids. <laughs> it's basically what they're doing is they're teaching them how to be mall Santas. Santa they're camp. teaching them how to be mall Santas, and they're selling them into Santa slavery <laughs> <laughs> for eighty five thousand dollars a pop. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and then yeah. That's a forever Santa though. The, it's it true. so weird. And then, it is. then it's Santa for you forever. Then they put the fucking Santa in a crate and they wheel him out Indiana Jones style through this fucking, <laughs> fucking warehouse of crates into a fucking giant ass plane. Who now the guy who happened to know how to fly a helicopter? He now he's now flying a fucking yeah, he is. Yeah, money. cargo plane, cargo liner. Yeah. <laughs> He's Nuts. been waiting for this moment. <laughs> Which you're like, how did they get the money for that cargo? Well, I mean, it, it, you got that Santa money. Grand a pop? Yeah, they're well, buying yeah. cargo liners, dude. I mean, but what bank gave them front of the money yeah. for this idea? Wait, you got what? So here's the deal. We've we've been running on a uh, reindeer business that barely makes ends meet. Uh, $85,000 is pretty much all we get we for We now have lot. in our possession yeah. 291 <laughs> naked old men. <laughs> that are <laughs> all worth $85,000. we are seeing a 291 <laughs> ROI on that. <laughs> we didn't spend a fucking dime for these guys. <laughs> like so, yeah, they're making millions of dollars off this 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 potential plan. But then the whole, I did think the same thing. Like, yeah, but you still need the startup for the business. Who's buying people? Yeah, well, I mean, like, I mean, who's like, yeah, I'll buy eighty five thousand well, for that a, guy. I was thinking that, but I was also thinking because they have the horns, they can <laughs> prove. That Santa was actually real, and these are actual. So it's the elves. they're selling the story, is what you're telling me. They got a it's great, very small they got a business. great, great marketing, startup. great marketing. No, team. they definitely make that point. They say like buy a real Santa, like not some fake ass bullshit. Santa. Yeah, this is an actual like it's he, an actual from Santa Land, authentic yeah. elf yeah. from Santa Land. Correct. Yeah, that's gonna play Santa, but it still leads me to like, 
How, do they sell the horns? Well, the thing I, I was wondering was, are they buying the Santas to put in a mall? Or are the countries buying the Santa so that their own country could have their own Santa? Because I feel I like know. these guys had, I don't like, know. I feel like these guys had magical powers. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you, but I also think that, like, there could have been some sick Santa fetishes some out there. <laughs> some, that are just some, like, <laughs> Santa. Oh, God. An $85,000, that's a... Deal. <laughs> some as, as, sold. As, some eccentric billi- billionaire just do with that Santa. Santa. It's your Santa. <laughs> it's gross. Abuse Santa. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that this it's could just go. Just bragging rights. When you're on the yacht, you're like, oh yeah, do you have your own private Santa? You want fucking Santa though? You know, yeah. say, do whatever you nice want to. Yeah. Bitch, you got a Santa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fucking movie. Some fucking business plans. I'm telling you what. <laughs> Their pitch was fantastic to Wells Fargo to get that loan. That's what I'm saying. It, it must have been the most insane. Look, I just need enough money to buy like a $200 million cargo line or some shit. Yeah. I don't know how much Which those fucking about, planes cost. I'm going to need about $56. But listen, total. 85000 times 290 What is that? <laughs> Hold on. It's a lot of money. Was it 291 It's enough for a cargo. It was 291 I You know thought. that's the official number. That's the, as best as my memory is going to give us tonight. I don't know if it was that high, but we'll go. It with was. It. I thought it was two hundred and ninety-one. That would be approximately twenty-four million two seven hundred thirty-five thousand dollars plus that tusk money, plus tusk money. You're not even money. counting tusk money. <laughs> <laughs> plus twenty-two percent VAT. Yeah, you got to get that in there. <laughs> it's just it's a funny, goofy, totally farcist, uh, farcist, like fascist. I'm sorry. What would you call it? Like it's a farcical. It's a f- ending. Yeah, farcical ending. Yes. Yeah. It, it. It. You're right in the fact that it ramps up and it then it the just day. keeps this fucking is, going. Yeah. This is sheer absurdity at this yeah. point. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about rare exports. Shh. Put down your weapons. nice as you can and move slowly and do exactly as I say this is not Santa what it's one of Santa's little helpers All right, we're back. So, what do you say we rate this mammer jammer, Chris? Let's we do it? it. We're gonna rate it uh, frosty dicks. Frosty dicks. Frosty dicks. Uh, I will go first. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Huh. I'm gonna go with a three on this film. I don't think I was the biggest fan as maybe some of the other people in here. Um, of this, I could be wrong. I don't know. But I just, I don't know. I don't think it was that funny of a movie for me, at least. Um, pacing was good. Camera works great. Um, characters, I don't, I don't know. I had a hard time connecting with them personally. Um, and I, like I said, I was always hoping for that Santa payoff. I didn't think the elves was that great, of a, like that great, honestly. It was just some naked old men. It was more disturbing, just like I thought, <laughs> like crazy people than, than, than anything else. Um, but I like how he, the director, obviously takes from genres that he is fans of and melded it into this story. Um, it is it, it is fun at times just because of that. Um, but I don't know. For me, it's a three. It's not one I'm going to go to every year. But good, good solid film. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to keep going. Uh, and... <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, let's go to Mike next. I am giving this four and a half frosty dicks. Um, this is a film I did not know what to expect going into it. Um, I actually didn't really even know if I could have really figured out what the I mean, I had an idea. I thought the genre was going to be a straight horror. Like, I really did. Um, there was uh, one poster, I don't know... It was. It's definitely not the one that you were talking about. The fifties one that you thought. The one that's on Plex. Where they're one, all standing there yeah, with guns. And it it looks more, more like a horror. Hmm. Like, and I think they even have like a weird vision of like the Santa Claus or something like that on top of a mountain or some shit. Um, regardless, I thought this was gonna be like a like a pumpkin head kind of horror. Um, turned out to be, uh, really a dark comedy. It's not. It's. I don't. Even, I don't even think there's really very many horror elements. Really, it's just there's some disturbing scenes. It, it is a dark comedy. Um, it's played straight throughout uh, most of the film. And then I know you guys maybe might not agree with me, but I love the ramp up of this. The way it it turns. It kind of just at first it's real level. You don't know what to expect, and then it just kind of gradually gets more absurd till the end. And then it really does turn into like. Like a Terry Gilliam movie, or what is it? A uh, uh, director of like Amelie, uh, City of Dark Children, John Paul yeah. Renault, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like that style of comedy, you know, like this fantastical comedy, which uh, I don't know, man. It captured my imagination a little bit, and I, I, I think I would watch this again. I thought the acting was really done to well done as well. Um, I really don't have much bad to say about it, except for I. Yeah, okay. It could have worked with a, a a Santa shot. We get to see what exactly what this guy looks like, but again, one point eight million, you know, I I can't imagine how they could have done it better. So, yeah, four and a half. There Kyle. I'm right there with Mike. I'm coming in at a four and a half on this one. Um you know, I, I did mention in the show there were parts towards the end, especially when we're in the helicopter where it just got really ridiculous. But there's one thing that that might have made me feel, made me like make a groaning face on a scene. But the one thing that didn't change this film is like I had a, I had a good time watching this movie. The movie was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the the twist on the lore. I I love that it wasn't a straight horror film as, as well. I I love that it was more of kind of like this this suspense thriller mystery, but with dark comedy elements. I want to go so far as to say it's a hundred percent is a dark comedy because a lot of the stuff is dry and you don't really know if it's a joke or not. Like I feel like dark comedy is a little more forward, I guess, mm-hmm. or at least what I'm used to. So, um, but other than that, like. Yeah, I fucking enjoy this movie. And it's funny because there's not a lot of, like, modern movies, like, modern kind of, like, horror movies or the low-budget ones that I really enjoy, especially ones that rely on some effects to it. Because, you know, it always takes me a little out of the picture. Kind of makes me think, like, well, that's not believable. Who designed this? Like, you know, you set this whole world up and then you give me some kind of, like, wacky, wackadoo-looking thing that mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. So I liked the fact that they kept Santa Claus hidden. Um you know, I, I I also felt a little bit of disappointment not seeing him. But, yeah, after thinking about it, I agree. It's I think it was a better approach for them. I, I will watch this movie, uh, absolutely watch this movie again. I will probably own this movie because um, I think it's that good. So 4.5 uh, frosty dicks from Kyle. <laughs> Chris <laughs> which half are you going to keep of that <laughs> I mean yeah, I don't know. we'll see when we get there. <laughs> we'll see how I'm feeling. Uh, yeah, I, I, gosh, I can't think of a lot of, in this movie that 
I could even say is bad. It's very competent production. Um, the setting of it alone is very unique and different. Um, I was, you know, just while watching it, I was thinking, or even just throughout this month, us like looking into like Christmas cult films or Christmas horror films or things like that. There's not actually a lot. Like we're going to be running out here pretty soon, I feel like, you know, if in the next couple of years. So to see a Christmas movie that I, I thought was like, wow, like, you know, this is kind of an interesting take on it. I've seen Krampus before. Um, and then we've been doing the Santa slasher movies, you know, uh, the, the last two episodes we've done deal with that. This was kind of a really unique take on like a Christmas t- tale, um, you know, seeing it in another uh, setting that we're not used to. Definitely the throwbacks to like the thing and, you know, John Carpenter movies, you know, movies maybe that he was influenced by the colors were really interesting like the way, you know, like the production overall, like has a look and a feel to it. Um, I will say its downfall is the some of the CG effects like we we're talking about, particularly the helicopter scene where he's flying around on the bag of kids just looks really like green screened. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like it's really dated. But overall, that didn't uh, it didn't ruin this movie for me. I'm giving it four frozen dicks. Um, I, I thought it was really well done. I thought the music was even really good for this movie too. It made the movie feel a lot more magical, like what you guys mm-hmm. are saying. Um, and, uh, yeah, acting was good. Like I would say, yeah, it's harder going to be harder for some people to get through it because it has this has subtitles, you know, but overall like fucking great movie. And you know, it's, it's, I'm glad I got to see it finally. It was more than what I expected. Like I said, I was expecting to get a cheesier 80s movie, mm-hmm. and this was more a little bit more taken seriously and was dark, a little bit darker comedy uh, mixed in there. So it just made for a really fun experience. Yeah, I, I was good. I, I didn't mention it in my review, but yeah, again, I was expecting. I was expecting like a 1950s sci-fi of some sort, like yeah. in like kind of a la fucking Santa Claus Card and Conquers mm-hmm. the Martians, yeah. because I never gave the box art that close of a look or really even looked into yeah. it. It just like I just remember seeing this kid's head and this helmet. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like at one point, I even thought like maybe cannibals. Maybe it's about cannibal cannibalism. To, is it like at Christmas time? I don't know. I thought it could have yeah. gone there. I think that's that's actually I, when you were saying when you were doing your review. I thought like, okay, this is, we're having a hard time John. Putting this in a genre, and I think the easiest genre. This is a Christmas movie. This is in the same category as a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. How the Grinch stole Christmas. It's just a. It's just you know a unique look at it, but yeah. it's totally through and through. It's just a Christmas movie with like stranger elements to it. But so. to market it, I I can understand why they went the horror route. Because, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. And, and then you know this movie gets an R rating, has an R rating, so it's not something that you would necessarily show your kids. Right. But it's not because there's like a ton of cursing or really even like, I mean there is violence, sure there's some blood. It's and, mostly naked ma- naked old men. really naked old men. Yeah. And, and real dicks, real frosty dicks here guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're out there. <laughs> they're out and, there uh, watching. I mean if you don't mind I, I whatever, I don't think it's a big deal in movies, I think it was a you know yeah, that was a good movie. It's something so, I would show so, my kid, and I wouldn't expect him to be like, "Oh, that's fucking." Weird. Why? Why am I watching this with dad? Yeah, Mike. Then do you think this is a cult film? Nah, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, it's a, it's a weird. The, the thing with Christmas is, you're right. I think we are running out of Christmas films, but like, there are other during this season when we have done these kind of Christmas films. Um, like, I don't think Gremlins was necessarily a cult film. You know, I. I think we're picking films that, yeah, if we can get a cult film, that's great. 
Uh, but if we can't, um, this is um, also, I think, Christmas films that are kind of more obscure, off the wall, I guess, so to speak. I don't know if there's a lot of people that have seen Rare Exports. Certainly not as many as have seen Gremlins, I think. Um, 2010 is a little early to call it a cold film, but I certainly think it could be on its way to be that way. Um, again, like it might be, it's definitely a film that I, I think about actually picking up now mm-hmm. and even watching it like again when the season rolls around. If that ever becomes a hocus pocus situation, I doubt, <laughs> I don't know, but um, it definitely has the potential. It's, it's weird enough, it's strange enough. Um, but no, I don't think it's there yet. No. I was gonna say the same thing. I think that it's clearly. In my vision, I think it clearly has the potential to be. It's got. I, I feel like it has enough of the ingredients to be a cult film. And mm-hmm. if it is right, if it if it, I think it is right now. But maybe it's to a lesser extent right now. But I can definitely see this kind of being like becoming a bigger cult film if if more people discover it. I think. Uh, I think it might already be a cult film in yeah. a sense because. Um, there was two short films done before this. Like, so this guy was definitely invested in this story and this idea enough to the point where he got enough support behind it, obviously $1.8 million behind it to go even bigger in the universe Mm -hmm. with it. You know what I mean? And I feel like that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, you know, it's, I don't think maybe enough people know about it yet, you know? So maybe that's the time thing that we all talk about is it hasn't had enough time to catch you know, a wider net of people, but mm-hmm. like, um, I think it has the makings of it. If, you know, if like you could say like maybe a city of lost children has the makings of it, you could definitely say this has the makings of it too, especially because it falls in a genre that is, uh, pretty slim compared to say like Halloween horror movies yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or even like cult films. Or, like, yeah. I horror mean, cult films. Yeah. So, and it's not a horror, it's not a horror film specifically. It's like very, it's all kinds of genres too, you know? So, yeah, it is nice. Like, it doesn't have to be a horror Christmas film for us to do it on the show. But, you know, it's nice to see that it's being used to just, you know, like, a, a, as an absurd tale, almost, uh, mm-hmm. of Christmas, you know, a skewing of Christmas. And I think they do it in a way in this film that that visually makes it interesting. And, and it kind of has a lot of the elements, I think, that will garner a, some kind of cult film status. Mm-hmm. I think it is already. Um, from what I've seen, just the little bit of research that I've done and, and things like that, I, I, I 100% believe it is. I'm actually, to be 100% honest with you, I am surprised this has not gotten a remake treatment from America yet. Just like fucking let the right one in. Uh, oh, like, I see. like, you know what I mean? Like, I am 100% shocked that this movie has not got that treatment yet. I, 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 the story's kind of regional in a sense, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's why it works. It's because it's I like it takes that, place bro, in Finland. You can, and, you can put this in fucking I do, Wyoming. I, I, I do <laughs> think. Yeah, I, I do think. I do think. Chris's point, like, because like the ones you're you're talking about, like the like the let right light right one in, or all the other hundreds of South Korean horror yeah. horror films that have been converted to yeah. American films. I feel like this film. I think because of that American character in it, it already kind of speaks to an American audience in some way, whereas those films are very, like, there's a lot they have to convert, like, in terms of, like, lore, background, all this stuff to kind of make it a little more palatable. I can't say that. Palatable. Palatable for American audiences. I don't think there is a whole lot they really need to do to this movie. No, I don't think they would need to change a a lot, but I honestly, I think, and I'm not saying that suggesting that they should, I'm just saying I'm shocked that someone has not picked it up here as a remake. I, I disagree. 
I, I think the difference between something like this and Let the Right One is that Let, Let the Right One is like a horror film, right? Yeah. It, it's pretty much a straight horror film with a unique premise, right? This film, it's like, how do you even sell this, right? It's like a dark Santa comedy that isn't really a horror. It's kind of more like a dark comedy, but like, you know, it's a Christmas film, but we can't show it to kids. Yeah. Like, it, I, I, coming from a business standpoint, I just think it's a harder sell than, uh, hey, we're selling this great idea that somebody came up with a horror film. We can rate it R. It's not a big deal. We don't expect kids to come see it. No, this you should film, rate on PG-13 when yeah. they convert them anyway. Right. I yeah, mean, but with like the way like rated R movies are taking off right now and stuff like that. Uh, but this isn't just a rated R film. It's just like it's hard to cookie cut it into like a I, genre to no, sell. I, I, understand, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but I mean, like, I don't know. I see like treatments like... I you know you, uh, I don't want to compare it exactly to like a Deadpool film, but like you could put like the same kind of spin on this movie and put it out and people would go see it. Oh, it's about a killer Santa, you know, where it's also a, a dark you know it's a dark comedy where they say fuck. I know not to take the kids. I know it's about a killer Santa. It's not that hard to get that across. I, I think I mean yeah, you'd have to do it like very similar to uh, Krampus was kind of like yeah. that yeah. a little bit. Um, that was even PG thirteen. That was. I think this is way better than the Krampus movies, too. Yeah, but like when I watched the Krampus and I saw the cast alone, I was just very much like, oh, this is a comedy. They're going to play it like comedy. Yeah. This one, it's like, again, it's like, it's why Terry Gillum films don't get remade. Hmm. It's why no one remade City of Lost Children. Like, it's just, it, I just think it, it works better as a foreign film because it's kind of that sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think America, like, I think an no, American true, producer yeah. might be looking at it like, yeah, we're going to repack this as what? Like, all the comedy comes from a different area. Yeah, because they, they would even, even have, if they were to do it, they would either have to take it super wacky comedy or right. completely straight and, and dice out all the comedic kind of elements of I it. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that they couldn't do it. I mean, they've fucking yeah. remade Old Boy, so. Maybe they like, do, like, Ski Resort meets, you know, this movie. See, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> number one, Chris sold. Yeah. Um, number one, I'm sold. Yeah. You know. Also, maybe we'll throw a dash of private resort in yeah, there. Who knows? And then again, what do I know? You know, our Suspiria remake thing. I said that like I don't understand why they would remake this film. And yeah, from everything, everybody that I've heard that likes horror, they fucking think that they, film is great. So I've heard the same thing. I, just, I hope. I hope. I want to see it soon. No. I, I, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review there. We'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show. Remember to head over to ColtFilmInReview.com. Pick up a shirt. Check out our latest videos. And then January 18th, make sure you check out us at Film Bar with what movie, Chris? Oh, Night of the Comet that's this right. time. That's right, Night of the Comet. And where can they get tickets, Chris? TheFilmBarPHX.com. He's so good at it. Uh, and then when you're done getting those tickets, you can follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review uh, on Twitter and then cultfilm review on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow Kyle at. You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at. Coldfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Salusio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.